Hello everyone and welcome to Raw Talks podcast with me Sarah together with Simba and Mark from Living with the Spirit and we are here to offer you raw and real conversations about physical, emotional and spiritual transformation. We are specialized in regulating the nervous system, somatic work, energetics, shadow work and deep and unique body work. Our purpose here today is to share our journey and our teachings with conscious leaders just like you and to unlock anything that is holding you back from living a life of freedom and purpose. We are truly grateful and honored to have you with us and let's explore. Okay, Um, hello everyone and welcome to this uh, special episode of Raw Talks podcast. We have the honor and pleasure to have our teacher Luhan Matus here with us today and um, we uh, this is the first topic the first episode of a series that we will be doing together with him here now over the holidays so um, we are inviting you to um, to we we will share a little bit about our personal um, relationship with Luhan and why we why he's been such a big part of our lives for a long time and um yeah why 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 we do what like we do <laughs> and uh for me i i uh yeah so welcome Luhan. well hello <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice nice to be here <laughs> yeah so it's all of us today mark uh simba and me we will discuss a little bit and yeah, I I was introduced to you by my brother. I think it's almost like eight or nine years ago uh, already. And uh, he's a very devoted student of yours. So I had the pleasure of getting the teachings from from him as well. Then I started to read the books and um, and then I decided to leave my life as I knew it in Sweden and came to stay with my brother full time here in Thailand. And then I started reading all the books and I think five years ago we started doing private sessions and and all of that. And for me, it it's um, it has become one of the main philosophies that we use here at both in our lives and and with our clients. And I mean, we have our little bubble over here in Thailand where we uh, practice together. And yeah, I'm just super excited to to have you on and to share more about what it is that we do. Well, sounds fantastic. Simba? Yeah, so initially we were thinking, I mean, we we didn't want to prompt any questions, right? Like always, we wanted to be an organic conversation, but we were thinking about what we call the ascension process, which is basically the trajectory where we guide our clients through. And... Yeah, a lot of it, I think we really got from you, you know, from the teachings from you of uh, be your true, simple, loving self, right? That you let go of a lot of burdens that we have or belief systems or perceived ideas of who we are. And that looks very differently. I know I will explain it in one way and then I can never explain it in the way that you do. So that was something that we were keen on exploring a little bit today you know how that looks like and for someone coming into a process 
is it spiritual is it practical is it esoteric you know kind of how, how is a process like that where you start to find yourself again essentially you know where where does one start and and how does that look like did you just ask me a question <laughs> <laughs> so i would say the question is um let's say someone is watching this right and i'm fairly new to all these concepts right and where would one start would you say like what what would be a general thing that you can say to someone to start a process of really finding themselves that is not based on a mental concept well have a look at your have a look at your feelings um where they're up from and whether you're proud of your feelings whether you use those feelings to multiply uh, something inside of yourself that's not not progressive and then um, from a from a very positive uh, perspective destroy it by not uh, allowing it to to take a deeper root and to be observant be observant of the feelings which are which you aren't proud of that's it and then then reduce and reduce and reduce and reduce until you discover um, a zero point within yourself that you begin to build a positive um, reflection. Yeah. So it all comes down to uh, really the thought forms that you have and the feelings which progressively grow from those thought forms. And then um, the interaction with other people, then take, take the interaction, what do you do with other people inside your mind and your emotions, and examine that very, very carefully because that's, that's the root cause of everyone's dis disharmony. Because it's not somebody else's deeds uh, which are prevalent; it's your own deeds towards somebody secretly, which are which are way more prevalent than the actions that you perceive externally. So you've got to you've really got to forgive somebody um, initially. Well, forgiveness. So let's look at forgiveness. Forgiveness is you you don't really load anything on that person. Yeah, so you don't need to forgive them. Um, if you don't if you don't load something onto that person uh, from within yourself, then you're automatically in, in a state of grace where you, you don't perceive them in any way other than seeing them, seeing where they are and then speaking to that directly or indirectly, depending on, um, on how well the person receives you. Yeah. And then navigating this very, very de delicate field, field of communion, which is, which is sacred. It's a divine process. So if I, if I'm to, if I'm to look at you, um, Simba, then anything that's uh, this this of discord inside of me, I must I must speak to you about it instead of speak to myself about it. Yeah, because it's not a real communication unless I speak to you about a disharmony that I have inside of myself because of some interaction or or you have a feeling that you need to resolve when you don't know where where the uh, where the feelings come from, and then you then the prosperity of honesty between people. Someone can say, well, no, I haven't done anything. Um, in any respect to draw your attention to me then you have to then you have then you look at yourself and and ask yourself why does that manifest in terms of your reflection of somebody else and and why does that uh why does that grow inside of you yeah and then then once again you examine your thoughts and your feelings and the repetitious nature of your social engineering and and how it's um it hasn't really saved you from any circumstance it's it's buried you in something that uh that can't ever be resolved because it um it's not really communic communicated purely, yeah. And that's a that's a that's a it's a difficult journey in the beginning because our society is is 
generally primed to have secret thoughts, secret feelings, don't communicate, but talk to somebody else and talk to yourself about that person. So that's that's generally the first the first um, uh, stage you you look at, so that you can so you can you can purify uh, the situational um, attunement. Attunement is the feeling between people and navigate exactly what's exactly what's in front of you in terms of the illusions you produce and also the truth that you really see. Yeah. And whether those truths are, are compatible with the with the framework of the person's consciousness or their their capacity to comprehend, then then comes into play as well. So when that occurs, then there's a growth mechanism that occurs between between um, uh, two two integrated individuals that evolve upon the prospect of learning about what's right in front of them. Without without constructing a mind a mind um, element of of um, interaction in terms of cerebrally doing this but uh but but functioning and, and speaking from the heart process whatever arrives inside of you speak about it. if you see something notice it and then give that person the opportunity to reflect and then to to come to bounce back to to you with the truth of your observation yeah because because even the smallest micro gesture shows shows something of relevance and whether the person's uncomfortable or in discomfort or 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 in the background, there's something not quite working, and it's all our responsibility to try and smooth this out for everybody, so we can all live in harmony. I mean, really, that's that's basically what it is. Yeah, we can we can all handle the truth. <laughs> yeah, you really you really touched upon something there that I've been working on a lot myself, and that's the difference between acceptance and forgiveness. And I admittedly must say at some points i'm still confused what is what what is just accepting something and what is forgiving something oh that's 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 very interesting accepting what do you accept do you accept something you don't communicate if you accept something you don't communicate then it's in an area that that that's uh that that seems to be held fixed because you accept it and if you accept it without communication what does that do to the circumstance and forgiveness is i think You've got to accept um, any prospect, any conscious prospect that comes from somebody. You accept that, and then you've got to forgive that after you accept that. But you can't accept something you don't you don't really communicate. You've got to if that loads you with a feeling in comparison to the other person, and that loading is uh, is is you know what they call karma. It's it's an energetic whirlpool that that uh, interacts like this. It's not quite linear, so it can go in many many different uh, areas uh, depending on um, the you know what you're hunting down and 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 how crafty someone is uh, in terms of being chased <laughs> and you got to you got to chase someone down with love <laughs> yeah definitely definitely i uh i hear you on that one and that's a that's a big yeah. part that i've been doing a lot myself you know like really looking at yeah just like you started off saying you know the true communion right like if we don't have that willpower or you don't feel comfortable enough to speak to that circumstances even if it's to yourself then then it will definitely burden you down and you start to build mm. all of these structures around it yeah if you look if you look at um the basic basic um ability of a human to be here everything we see is sacred everything we interact uh, toward that we see and feel is sacred and i think that's what we lost how sacred everything is and how that uh, how delicate that's that sacred perception uh, can de evolve very very quickly into another state, 
um, because we don't realize um, how sacred it is every every single element of our growth every single element of our communication if we if we see it as sacred then it, it transforms into something uh, very 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 beautiful yeah even if it's harsh it's still very beautiful to go to to um to travel through something you you um you have a hard time dealing with and that's sacred too it's very very sacred to be crashed into if you see that as a as a prospect of your own growth being tested that's that's a sacred prospect even though people can have a little bit of a hard time accepting that it's a beautiful process being crashed into yeah, this is, I'm, I'm probably speaking from a teacher's perspective here, because um, a teacher, lots of things cr crash into teachers. And um, it, so you have to be very, very gracious and and very yielding uh, to accept what 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 is um, absorbed and recognized by your consciousness, and then to to accept the the full ramifications of what you need to work uh, through in terms of the in terms of the interlocking elements of communication or or um, bondage. Um, instead of communion, it becomes bondage instead of communion. Mm -hmm. So we got to we got to look at that and then um, and then travel uh, headlong into this and resolve it because our humanity is um, is not doing this now. Maybe it hasn't been ever been doing it. I'm not really sure. You know, but um, there may be, there may have been uh, uh, many cultures thousands of years ago that that realized this, but we're we're on the verge of trying to realize this. Because if we don't, where I, I believe that um, our species won't, won't make it if we don't if we don't come to terms with these very very uh, subtle uh, phenomena which are in front of us, and they're tweaked by feeling, and we've got to follow those feelings and and navigate the truth of those feelings. Yeah. 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 And that's what we call the we when we talk about it we call it the ascension process, and mm. when you talk about it you often call it. Uh, the evolutionary process and um, I love I love this because it's it's uh, that's what was so big for me when I when I met when I found you was that I finally finally could find a way back I didn't know that that was what I was looking for and um, because I wasn't doing well at all in my in my back back home in my home country and uh, I was really struggling I really now looking back, I understand that it was my my soul was just trapped. I, I was desperately trying to find a way out. I was looking everywhere. I was looking in the health and the well-being community for something that felt right. And then when I when I started to come in contact with with your teachings and, and your philosophy and what what you what you practice, I was the first time I found something that I, my heart really felt it because it felt like coming home and I was like finally and then I was um, I embarked on this healing journey to to come back to myself and then I realized that that just keeps on and on and, and, and that is the ascension process so it's 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 and I love the 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 word the evolution evolutionary process because for me that ties very much back to to nature and that everything grows and and that we are supposed to expand and 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 be in motion all the time it's 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 not this oh i fix this and then i will feel good forever it's 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 a and i love that you say that 
uh, being crashed into is also a beautiful thing. So it's it's all part of this dance that is the growth and and I mean in the beginning of a healing process where most of the people that we work with they they are in the like the fairly beginning of it where the where it still can be a bit painful you know and and really trusting that there is something on the other side um and that there is a freedom to 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 reach within oneself and um yeah, I just find that very, very beautiful. And uh, would you mind sharing a little bit about the evolutionary process, how you look at it and how you explain it? I guess, I guess, um, I mean, the easiest way to look at it is you, you navigate what, uh, what is stuck inside of somebody. And then you, you have an open conversation, which is, which is a transfer of energy. Because, uh, you know, realizing something and speaking about what you realize um, has pertinence instead of speaking about something you don't realize. So, so realizing, realizing uh, the truth of the circumstance and seeing that it can be, uh, you can be opened up to a, to the, to a sacred uh, process of communion, uh, which, which is ascension because your communion uh, shifts your perspective uh, to a, to an alternate view, uh, which um, comes upon you, it doesn't. You don't think about it. It comes upon you in your realization, and that realization, if it comes from somebody else, then you speak about that realization, and then it becomes a, a symbiotic process, because we have um, undefined feelings which which need to be yoked uh, communally. You know, when we, when we do low vampire, you you're going through bows of your body, and you're yoking the the bows of your body with the fascia, and um, and we need to we need to realize that uh, once once uh, your own personal evolutionary process has been uh, nurtured to such a degree, then you realize the next things to yoke with a with other human beings, because otherwise you're isolated and um, relegated into the background of your own of your own existence in terms of your own uh, private private process. But uh, but the communion communion between other people. And the truth uh, that arises from that, uh, only then the true questions will be answered um, by the sacredness of that communion. Yeah. So we're all very important for each other. So it's um, I hope I answered the question in terms of um, your inquiry, but it but it is it is generally uh, what you become aware of you must ask, uh, and put the put it on the table. What what is there to be navigated and. Um, and truthfully care for someone as, as if they're you're caring for yourself and and actually you are because once you once you realize something inside then that's the the prospect of the other person can jump upon that bridge and and enter you uh, completely instead of enter, entering you partially and that's where the that's where the real dilemma is the the, the partial entry into each other's um, consciousness is not full full enough so it's, it's not yoked it's compartmentalized so we we you you have a tendency we we must have a tendency all of us to uh to to move in so close and with with a with so much respect and and emphasis on on the kindness and understanding uh, towards the circumstances so we can really grow and then dis then discover each individual's um strengths and then then bolster those strengths for the real reason they're meant to be here yeah and we can only really express what we're what we're meant to express, instead of expressing what we think we're meant to express. And the way the world is organised, it's not really um, there for the individual to grow spiritually anymore. Mm 
so it's so if you can uh, create a, a um, an area where where people can sit comfortably in this process then it 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 will evolve into the whole world community actually mm. yeah am i rambling no. <laughs> okay <laughs> it, it's always like when you talk there's certain words right that showed up like gratitude was a word for me that i was working with and i i not to speak for someone else but to speak when something arises bridges is something that's been showing up for you Sarah a lot I know so when you mention certain words it just starts to unlock certain processes right so yeah it's kind of like you're explaining the concept and as you're explaining it is happening for us so that's that's why we yeah. might have glazed eyes sometimes like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> she having a you journey know, ourselves yeah the most important thing is not is not what happens in the external circumstance to succeed in our three-dimensional world it's more important to succeed on a feeling comfortable and and a feeling of resolve then then there's nothing caught in the background and in a lot of cases people have things in the background and you're you're trying to work towards a future of your of your own evolutionary process or your own ascension and if something's caught in the background then you're kind of captured by that because it's a it's a it's it's something just wavering that that hasn't been dealt with so we, we've all got to we've all got to um see our everyone's got personality traits and then you you foster those personality traits to their full potential and make sure that they don't go into a negative prospect and um by by bringing things out to the open and, and allowing people to be confident in their own abilities as a human being and is the first is really the first stage and then you and everyone must look um outwardly to see what they can create after that because nothing can be created outwardly if if inward if the inward prospect of our communication hasn't been dealt with or or cleansed to a certain degree and we we've also we've got to be given the opportunity to recognition of of what we come upon intuitively you know and even if you do ask a question i mean we asked mark the question when we first came in it has got nothing to do with mark but the subject matter is very interesting is that if you see something you care about somebody um you ask about the facial expression uh, because you because their facial expression is yours once you look upon them and anything which is uh, not the same as yours you ask the question um are you okay because uh, because i'm looking in the mirror when i look at your face i'm looking in the mirror you know yeah. so it's a, it's a, it's a self inquiry now i'm not i'm not nailing you mark or anything like that but it's um but it's a very very beautiful thing to look in somebody else's face and see yourself and and not even realize that that this is occurring because you don't matter what what matters is the other person first but the other person first is their face um representing you inside yourself and then you speak to that because uh because that's 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 true communion i believe yeah, and if somebody's happy, then you take on that happiness, and joy is um, is quite a relevant um, area that you can travel upon. But but when we when we fluctuate, we've got to uh, navigate those fluctuations as well, because because there's so much information locked in those fluctuations. Yeah, for us to unlock and to travel upon, human communication is beautiful for for an evolutionary process. Yeah. Yeah, I I. Um maybe perhaps this is a good opportunity to um to walk the talk and uh you know i'm I'm open to, to delving deeper into that that feeling that i had earlier and um like, like at first i it, it, i i don't think i was even aware of it it was just kind of looming in the background but um 
right before the call, um, we were, we were kind of like getting ready for this call and I went and made a cup of tea for myself. And, uh, normally Sarah and I work together. Yeah. And, uh, I, I make some tea and bring it to Sarah, but I, we were kind of like out of time and Sarah was like, Oh, I'd like, I wanted some tea or something like that. And then I just felt this, this heavy sense of guilt. And I was like, Oh man, I'm such an ass. I didn't even uh, offer Sarah this tea that I normally offer her. And um, it, it kind of just, I think that's the feeling that I was having. And I, I didn't really want to recognize it at the beginning of our call because like, well, we're supposed to be all happy to start this call with Lujan. I can't, I can't show up feeling guilty about not bringing Sarah some tea. That just shows you a beautiful person. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. Yeah, because you wrote a message. I'm making tea. I'll see you soon. I was like, oh, yay, he's coming with tea. <laughs> so then I canceled my tea because I was making tea. <laughs> and then we all sat down and like, what are you doing over there? You're over, you're on your way over here with tea. <laughs> like, no, it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah. And and now my tea is just sitting here all sad, not being, not being drank by anyone. I don't think the tea is sad. <laughs> I think might be happy now. <laughs> Funny how things work, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's just an example of like, yeah you know, exactly what Luhan was just talking about, about how, you know, if, if there's something in the background that's weighing heavy on someone, the, the true path of communion is to bring it out into the open and to, to share that feeling and, and talk about it yeah. in, instead of, you know, let, letting it fester or letting it become something that's, um, you know, sticky. Yeah, that's, a, that's a really good, uh, a way to share what we do here because that's what we, people come to us we live here this is our home and people come to us and do the inner work and then we talk to them about what we see and we we everything that comes up during the process during the time here we bring to the surface and and doesn't really matter if it's beautiful or not beautiful it's it's talking to what we see and allowing people to heal in the in the communion that we offer and and that's that's what people say many times that they never felt safe like this and you know that we deal with things in a different way than than maybe in the outside world and and this is where it comes from you know this is this is the teachings that we that we implement in the in the retreat to to really make fe people feel seen and heard and 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 allow them to express whatever it is that shows up and and to to allow people to explore that, um, and that, that's such a beautiful process. So I'm I'm very happy that we can talk about it like this because then people understand what it is that we're creating. To hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, and it uh, it it feels lighter to talk about it, and and I, I don't feel the the heavy feeling of guilt. And to see in your smile now, Sarah, makes me feel like it's okay. Like, of course, we're not we're not concerned about the tea right now. No, <laughs> we're in the first place. Oh. <laughs> it was just my kind of, yeah, no problem. You know, and and also too, it's 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 really important to have um, um, burdens as well. 
because the, the burden will, will reveal who really loves you and the burden will reveal um, how you cope with it in comparison to, to how people treat you. So burden, burdens are very, very uh, special, very, very sacred process to have a burden. Yeah, because it shows uh, which human beings are, are willing to stand up for you while you're collapsed. Yeah. And to show understanding towards that. Yeah. Because because everybody's growing and everybody um, is affected, is, is shifted inside, including me. Yeah. And once it's put on the table, it's very beautiful yeah. to be truthful and to be honest. I think that's what we're what we're missing in our world communities um, is this type of honesty and truth. Yeah, it's a very particular feeling to share your truth and and to be um, met in that by the people around us. Yeah, I feel it's a lot of shame <laughs> that's usually blocking, right? That, that was the case for me. You know, it's a lot of shame. Oh, if I say this to this person, will they attack me? Will they do that? Like, it was a lot of apprehension of actually speaking my truth. And yeah, as more as, more as I started to do that, I felt that that was not the case. You know, it's just a mind game. Like, no one's going to, well, of course, depending on the situation, there will be people that will be uh, offensive or or affected but most of the times when I speak from my heart people don't get offended in that way it might be a little bit rocked but yeah it was this is really a mental construct of mine oh people are gonna perceive it like this it's not safe to say it and that's really what I felt you know working with you that I was yeah I felt very allowed to do that to to express that and to be heard in that and and that I was okay whatever I saw whatever I said yeah, there's some. There's a layer inside of that as well. If you have the capacity to communicate with people and they're open for real communication, then when you go into circumstances where where communication can't really be um, delivered in into um, into the pertinence of of people's situational attunement, then you you watch very very carefully without judgment. And this is a, a huge growth prospect I've noticed in my in my own self over the years. Um, how not. Um, not being able to communicate and then actually self-reflection without forced reflection, but reflection coming back of its own accord um, in those particular moments, uh, because you don't engage like a normally socially engineered person to think about it in the wrong way or to judge somebody. But there's something magical that comes about by having having the possibility of true communion with with people who really want to evolve in this in this area and then and then being in a situation where you can't really speak your truth or or represent that truth, uh, something quite tremendous uh, happens inside in terms of your transformational effect upon your own consciousness to actually see deeper into the into the veils of the matrix which is in front of us, uh, because you don't engage in the in the same way socially, but you but you apprehend things which are normally way out of your reach, but because um, there's there's some sort of some sort of cooperation and then in a, in an area where you can't speak you begin to notice intuitively more more aspects more deepness uh, via the fact that you you respect uh, the the process of, of people's illusions to come forward and you don't speak to those illusions but you you end up uh, having very very deep insights uh, very very subtle so it's a, all in all it's very beautiful to be um, embraced and then to be rejected um, via not not rejected uh, 
you know, in a, in a, um, uh, in a forced way, but because people are, are not used to the open communication, you end up seeing very, very deep into their withholding. And this, this can, this can free you because then the obstacle that comes up by that, by that observation has to be, um, trans transmuted into something, something beautiful in terms of what are you really meant to realize? Because you can't, you can't, uh, prosper within the circumstance, but you really prosper because you don't do uh, the, the normal, the normal uh, destructive process in terms of being offended. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing actually. Yeah, it really is really is a particular feeling of, of expressing something that you have an animosity saying and, and not being punished for it. Right. I think, well, that was the pattern for me, you know, coming from martial arts, you do something wrong and, <laughs> physical punishment or you know there, there's a lot about discipline but it's it's a different form of discipline it's a discipline more with penance not a discipline that is encouraging you always to drive forward or to do better you know it's like carrot stick analogy right like either you can do it nursing and com comforting or you can force something out of someone and i felt that was a very different approach right i was so used to the more stricter form, right? Not to bash anyone for teaching me this way, but that was the form I knew, you know, of forcing discipline by, yeah, pushing through, not not really allowing it to come forward. And then it, be, then it became very hard for me to actually explain if I didn't understand something because there was a lot of guilt and shame and like, oh, well, how will this be received? Will someone still love me? Will they still accept me the way I am? Or will I get a penance because I did something wrong? Mm. I think that's a, one, one of the things that that's the most the most um, relevant um, uh, situation for you guys and for myself as well is to is to nurture people in in an area of um, competency in terms of what they what they're realizing, giving them the capacity to talk freely and openly to uh, to become voluminous in terms of their um, not not being stopped. Uh, within their process of realization and communication within that, and then leaving the circumstances, then the the, the true evolutionary process must come upon them because they still have to live with the same adherence towards that truth, but that truth may not be seen by other people, so they have to stand very, very um, diligently within their own uh, faith towards their own prospect of growth, without being uh, knocked down uh, so many so many different pegs. Uh, in terms of their their sense of feeling or or their sense of uh, progress, because uh, people can't see uh, what 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 they need to say or what they need to do, and they can't they can't express because they they're not capable of doing that because the circumstances won't allow. So so virtually you become um, a secret in a circum in a in a world of lies. You become the secret in the world of world of lies, and watch that very very carefully. Yeah, and then process the world of lies within the secret secret capacity of you to understand that uh, that there's another way. Yeah, but the moment you judge or you feel uh, something's wrong in the in the in the normal world that you can't really communicate with, um, it's it's very very important to to come to terms with the fact that um, the process of somebody else's evolution is contingent upon what you focus upon them. And if you don't focus any judgment upon them, then then you you set them free. In turn, setting yourself free. 
Yeah, no, I think uh, Luhan, you you are, are are masterful at this ability of of working with students when it comes to this aspect. I mean, from for myself, when you know when you, you were teaching me the the different hand methods, and uh, you know I, I wasn't doing it exactly the way you were doing it. You you had so much grace and compassion for me because you didn't want to crush my spirit by 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 constantly telling me that I was doing it wrong. And so like you you really guided me in a in a in a very like supportive container so that I could prog progress through learning the sequence, uh, even if I wasn't doing it exactly the way that you wanted, but you gave me that time to develop that. And so I, I felt very held and supported along the way, but also feeling the 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 um the discipline aspect of that, you know, I need more practice with this particular aspect. And I think like Simba was saying that that is a more open and honest way of working with the student, the teacher and student dynamic than, you know, forcing or railing or putting guilt and shame on someone because they haven't acquired that aspect yet. Um, and so I, I, I found that to be a very beautiful and, and unique, unique situation. And maybe like, like Simba ha haven't always experienced teachings like that. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, in the circumstance, you brought something very beautiful to you. Where you made diagrams about the massage, everything like this. So you you brought your own intelligence in into the circumstance, and you know the give and take was quite beautiful. Yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah, yeah, I got my I got my uh, certificate hanging up already. <laughs> <laughs> have you put your Have you put your little um, tag on the on the website yet? It is. Yes, yeah. yeah, showed me yesterday. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's a fantastic practice. Oh, yeah. Has he has he done it? Has oh, he yeah. done it on you yet? I got yeah. one last week and I'm getting one today. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's 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 like it's the it's the body work that I've always that my body has been waiting for. It's like here it is. It's incredible. It just opens everything up. I I I only had one, so I can't really comp comprehend what's going on, but my body felt so much lighter. Yeah, it's a very unusual method. It's it's very lovely. So it's uh, even Mark, uh, Mark even, uh, I think it was your your wife, you gave, you gave it to and she's Thai and she loved it. So that's, that's a big, that's a big, um, a big yes for the massage, isn't it? If a Thai person says, oh, that's lovely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very particular. You said it was the best massage yeah. she's ever had. I, I think she's just being nice. <laughs> no, I, think I mean, so. no, no, she's the most one of the most blunt people there is. Yeah, yeah. She's not, she doesn't. She yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah, she doesn't say if, if she's not happy about it, you you'll know. She likes yeah. it. She definitely <laughs> likes it. But the, the the best she's ever had, I think, is like a, you know like icing on the cake compliment. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was mm. because it's that good, you know? Yeah. And uh, I've got, I've got some little bells too for my belts now. So I've got the whole, the whole thing going on. Oh, so you, so you're jingling when you, when you're working, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fantastic massage. Yeah, let's see. I'll I'll love to experience it soon. You said you wanted to do a few sessions before you you practice on me. You said I want to get warm in my clothes and get the 
get the rhythm in without the notepad and then and I'll try it on you, you said. So I'm patiently waiting here. Yeah, soon. I think you know, next week I'll be I'll be ready. I've, yeah. I've done about 10 or 12 now, so. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say that how does this massage fit in in the evolutionary process? What the, what is the effect that it has on the body because <clears throat> I've been doing I've been seeing practitioners for body work my I mean since I was a teenager because I've had so much pain in my body and it never really gave me sustainable Re, like not results but effects on the body and now I had this one time and I can feel that there was a pressure along my spine and along my chest that I've had since I was a kid that it's like slowly starting to something happens and yesterday I uh, just before I went to bed there was something opening up in the chest so I, I had more lung capacity there's like a a, a pressure on the lungs that I've 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 had this long as I can remember. I didn't even know that. I mean, I felt there was something, and then all of a sudden, it's just. So I mean, <clears throat> this no, this is not the regular massage. This is no, no. It works else. in it works in energy and ways of energy going through through your body through the rhythmic way that the techniques are done, and also the in, the intention of the of the practitioners to be empty and um, and and fully fully engaged without thought forms on the person's body to, to allow those uh, ripples to, to manifest. And it, it, it should open up um, lights in your head or visions and feelings of, of being totally open. It, it's quite extraordinary. It's, it a, it's a really good method, really good method. Yeah. And Mark is doing it very well. I love that yeah. it's so, I can really, when you said like the practitioner is empty, I can really feel that because you just go it's like you don't stop and it's like you it's um yeah you don't say anything and it, it's 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 a it's an energy that just comes into my body and yeah it's it's very interesting if if you look at it when you're laying down you have your eyes closed um when we when, when i was teaching marcus is that um uh, you never let your head leave the person's body but you shift around so the so the person uh, is following you and 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 doesn't really know you've changed sides and then uh, you're watching with your with your internal process uh, which is which is basically the e or the or the listening power of the person that's on the table their listening power becomes stronger so they become internalized so the so your so your neurotransmitter uh, response in terms of the automated process of watching um then then starts to open up so the so what it does it it's it um it speeds up your your own personal evolutionary process by you watching the energy waves going through uh, with the combination of the of the person doing it to you in comparison to your own awareness following uh, the the energy that's produced and it, it goes from from the hands and spreads out through the whole body and um, you know this uh, this 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 causes uh, yoking uh, even without the fascia you, you kind of yoke the body in a very very interesting way very very caring way. And it um it opens all the channels and uh, you know things that are that have been locked for years should be unlocked within two sessions, yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm feeling then. Yeah, yeah. Because when when as soon as you started, Mark, mm. I had this um, 
like cold rushes of energy that is like tingling and cold, just mm -hmm. spreading through parts of my body. It's like constantly during the whole session. Like that's that's release that's releases you from your wind channels. The cold energy um, in the Orient. If if uh, someone somebody causes cold energy to move and come out of the extremities, they get very excited because that's the deranged energy uh, getting out of the sick sick, sick sick energy moving out. So that's uh, that's good that he's done that. He's brought that to the surface, and then it leaves instead of going deeper and deeper as you get older. Yeah. So it drags it out, drags it out to the surface and, and expels it. Yeah. And that's the feeling that I've been looking for in every body worker that I've seen in my life. That 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 energy. There's something with that response that my body says, yes, 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 yes. This is this is what yeah. we're looking for. Mark's gonna be busy with you guys for the looks of it. <laughs> he knew that the second he was booking the 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 training with you. I'm like I'm waiting for you to come home. <laughs> I was in Sedona and Sarah's already looking at my calendar, like when when we can uh, schedule this in. <laughs> my body knew, like this is it. This is what I, this this is this is it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, perhaps you know people who know you, Luhan and know us, um, know, might know about Loben Pai, might know about you know power of emptiness and some of your other works, but the uh, the Loben Pai body worker might be something that most people don't know about. So we've talked about it a little bit and maybe you can just share a little bit more about what that is and and um, the offering that you have for that. Well, it's kind of a, kind of very, very difficult to explain the techniques as you know. Uh, um, uh, it, it empowers the the practitioner actually to become very successful because it, because it does have a um, a very, very strong effect on the on the client. So the client uh, will will obviously talk about you. So you so you you won't have to do much advertising. When I when I first um, uh, started uh, to do to do this practice in terms of business from a business perspective, within three months I'd seen five hundred people, and I hadn't advertised all word of, word of mouth. So expect to be busy because the the, the result is people go, "Whoa, I've never felt these feelings in my body before," and uh, and truly for people to feel something energetic moving inside of them and and produced by somebody else is very unusual. Yeah, because you because you you try and do the work yourself and you get you get stuck in in the prospect of what you what you expect and when you're on the table you don't know what to expect and then the movement of energy is is quite raw and and very very strong and then you begin to realize that uh, that we're energy beings. And it's a very very beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, I I really it's enjoy a, the process of learning and the process of providing and it's one of those things. It's a it's a continual learning process so that. It's something that I, I I can go deeper every time I do it. I learn from a new body. I you know can can you you gave me some little tips about how to modify it here and there. So it's 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 a continual practice. I think just like you know people who are studying low band pi, it's evolutionary. Yeah, you know it's and also too is a the 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 symbiotic effect with with human. Sorry, I just had to move my. It's getting darker here, so the room's going more gold. Um, the, the prospect of uh, becoming intuitively aligned uh, in terms of a practitioner doing this massage is, is really big because your your body will will automatically assume responsibility for the person's blocks and their hopes and dreams and their their needs you switch yourself off and you become one with them and uh, that then then that process becomes amplified uh, when you don't touch people it's really really very very strong so it's um 
Yeah. yeah. It's a sacred process as well, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that that brings it back to the the original topic of the ascension process. And you mentioned earlier, Luhan, that that everything is sacred. Should should we see it that way? And I think choosing to see everything as a sacred act is um, you know something that that we could all spend more time on. And um, for me, I I really enjoy those moments where I step into the sacredness of something. Uh, that for me is when I feel the most present and the most um, out, out of my monkey mind and and really in my body and uh, this this total sense of joy and appreciation for life and all that is around me uh, enters my body when when I when I participate in in like a sacred act or when I make a regular act a sacred act. Yeah. Yeah, that that comes down to the prospect of the opening of the of the heart center. Yeah, I mean. I mean that's what we've all got to we've all got to evolve on our on our heart perspective because that's the the mainstay of where where our true intelligence evolves from. You know the automated process of our mind and the automated process of our lower dantian are inconsequential if our hearts aren't open. Yeah, and that's the the simple sacredness, just just simple, just touching somebody else's hand gently to touch somebody with your eyes very gently. It's it's all a sacred process. And if we betray that, we know we betrayed it. We, we we betray it. You know it. You can feel it. So um, yeah, it's just normalcy in terms of people believing that they can't be discovered if they're if they're not being being um, loyal to their circumstances. Yeah. How big would you say body work is? someone to reach the ascension or like to work towards that aspect you talked about the emotional entanglements that what we are burdens you know what we will be tested by our burdens and we'll test who loves us and who's there but that will also be what holds us back the entanglements you talked about karma how big would you say body work is actually to navigate yourself or move forward in a process of healing there's a lot of spiritual practices talk about you know the emotional spiritual but the actual body i think you got you, you got to come at it like even if you look at the massage you you're going towards the body to free the body from its process the process of of lock feelings to free them and also the your own body to go inside of your own body um very intelligently uh to to discover what's uh, what's what what layers you haven't entered into because uh, the our internal universe is is where the secrets really lie you can you can try as much as you like to go outside but when you go inside, it's uh, it's very beautiful. So the the prospect, the evolutionary process, prospect, has to be physical, and then navigating those those uh, physical layers till you discover something quite extraordinary inside. You know, the like if um, it's very difficult for me to, to explain where I am, but it's a uh, this you you go through many many layers until you until you discover there's an emptiness inside of you that's so animated so strongly um operational that you never knew it was there but um but to, to discover that you have to go through through the physical layers to to find something which is um you can you could say it was your subconscious or a subconscious as aspect of yourself which is um extraordinary i i can't explain it. it's very very extraordinary and then something outside integrates which is 
closely intimately connected with that secret part that you discover inside then and it fills you with a certain type of power but it's not a it's not a power that you can possess it's a power which enters you um that's contingent on you being empty of of any prospecting or wanting power Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, I've seen a lot of that in clients that comes in. As soon as you just mentioned the word spiritual practice or spiritual involvement, they they think it's those esoteric practices of leaving my body, not being in my body. And and as I started, that was a strong focus for a lot of people too. That was all the practices I was seeing. Just leave your body, don't be in your body. And as I started to do the opposite, a lot of it from from your work and working with you. I can't say I reached that level, definitely not. But I, I started to touch on on aspects of it, of a silence, something that's very silent, but not silent. There's still something there, like messages will come through at the right time, but it's not that ongoing dialogue that's trying to figure things out all the time. And yeah, I, f I feel that that was, or that might be a big barrier for a lot of people that come in, that they think it's you have to go out and you have to do all of these things outside of you where a lot of the work is actually done internalizing going inside and see what's really there underneath all the layers and for me that's definitely been a journey i've done through body work that's yeah, really true that's really true you know you you travel inside and um and the and the prospect of letting go is is inside of you it's not a prospect for letting go outside of you it's a prospect of letting go of of what you what you're holding on to yeah the formulations which um which which hold you very very um fixed when they're freed you you end up uh, crying or or laughing on those releases these um going going through these particular held areas are very beautiful as well and and discovering what secrets uh in terms of everybody's individual processes is um very individualized it's truly not the same for everybody, but um, but we can all we can all encompass uh, an intuitive aspect of of um, being coupled with a, with a person that's awakening. You can see that, so you can see and feel that they're awakening, or you or you realize their realizations, and then you become yoked in a way which is which is um, for me. I, I believe it's much easier to be this way than to 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 be socially engineered, because then you the prospect of the truth is right there. Yeah, and then you navigate what's magical beyond that. And patiently wait for something to occur that uh, the, you never expected to to manifest. Because the expectation of a of something to manifest is uh, is where the problem is really. Because we all know what 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 we what we believe we we expect, even if you if you get to the end of your life where you are everybody is now i would say from my perspective i would never expect to be where i am because i never expected to be landing where i am but if i expected to land where i am i would force the situation uh, to be untrue to myself so it's um by by making it by by pretending that it's manifested instead of allowing the true process to manifest on its own accord by the fact that you've let go yeah which is kind of a scary prospect for people but um if you get comfortable with it, it's really lovely. I know we've been inviting a lot here, like talking amongst us, like uh, our experiences is that for some reason, 
women tend to have a, a easier time doing this than men. I'm just really curious, you know, you've seen a lot more people than I have. What, what is your experience in terms of coming to these realizations or even starting the work? Would you say it's easier for any of the genders or does that matter at all? I don't know whether it really matters. Uh, I don't really see male or female. Um, I see the human being in front of me and what the, and what they present is is what you need to navigate. Um, but but women are, are more intuitive and more soft, more internalized because they're you know they're they're feminine in the, in the in the way that they collect information. So their 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 prospect of they're more internalized than a man. A man's more more externalized. I expect in terms of their strengths what they need to do. Um, which is partially correct and partially incorrect. But I, I really, really, people are, um, as far as I'm concerned, there's no male or female. There's just a human being in front of you and you speak to the heart. It doesn't really matter that you're biologically different. It just matters that um, is where that, where, the, where that person really is and is that person really capable of, of subduing um, part of their life that needs to change and then transform it, form it into something um, greater than than what they were before, and you you can't really measure that, and you can't really gauge that. You've got to wait for it to occur, to occur, in terms of the voluminous feeling you you can have with people. Yeah, within your circumstance. I don't know whether I've answered the question properly, but yeah, yeah, you know, no, that's you really did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, it's it's the essence of someone that you see first. It's, sexuality is not really important. It's the essence of a of the content of the person, which is, uh, which is the issue. Yeah. I think we can be blocked by, by gender, gender identification. It's just, you see the person for who they really are and love them for who they really are. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think when, when it comes to the uh, evolutionary process, um, you know, here at Living with the Spirit, uh, we really try to provide a space that is conducive. Uh, and that means honoring the person's nervous system and providing opportunity for that person to ground so that they can experience within their own body and their own nervous system uh, what it feels like to approach this um, sacredness and this um, opportunity to look within. So, Luhan, like, what, 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 what do you say about you know, you know, people who are living in the in the world and they're subject to all of the the externalities? Um, you know, if they want to begin this ascension process in their own time, they're not maybe coming to Sedona or coming to Chiang Mai at the moment. What can they do to start to develop that internal process? I'll be honest with your partner. Uh, truthfully, truthfully display uh, what what you fear. Truthfully display what you want. You know, and navigate navigate everything with the, with the utmost integrity and care. And keep your household clean and tidy, and make sure your drawers are in order, and don't leave your tail on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> And, and work together cooperatively and honor the weaknesses and, and the strengths of the, of the individual. And, and, um, this is from a home perspective in terms of, in terms of, uh, your, your, your home life is, is to re, is to bolster the weaknesses of someone, give them strength, uh, 
and um, and help them get through what they need to get through and support them in that so they can forget that they they've got the the dilemma in front of them because you're supporting them and take that burden away from them and then and then uh, they will do exactly the same thing they will they will try and find some way to to support um, what your deficit is because we have to respect and love uh, each other's weaknesses in terms of whatever it is and then um, give um, uh, give love to that and give understanding to it yeah so so you can grow through it and that's that's probably the first thing that really needs to be done and tend your house uh, as if um, the same way you would tend to your body i can get along with that yeah <laughs> Do you have uh, any any follow-ups? Say again. Do you have any follow-up questions? I think that we might have come to a close for today. We have um, a couple of more sessions scheduled with Luhan. So if you have any questions, let us know. We have a couple of topics that we would like to continue to discuss. So thank you so much for tuning in and thank you, Luhan, for joining us. Thank you for your time. And it's always such a pleasure to, to hang out like this. Well, thank you for having me. I really love you guys. I really love you so much. Yeah. And also, if you want to know more about Luhan's work, you can go to parallelperception.com like we did a long time ago and starting to read the books and it's a beautiful process right it's it's really like if you look at what we talked about today there's just so many layers you can continue all the way up to yeah meeting you and doing trainings with you so highly recommend that for anyone that's watching or listening thank you simba you're so lovely yeah, you can start with the power of emptiness book it's uh, the latest book and it's uh... I think is I heard you say to someone else that it is the description of the that that it's about the evolutionary process that that's what the book is about. Yeah, yeah. There's um the it was said in India, um, in a mango grove, but uh, every single experience that's in there actually happened in my office or happened somewhere else. So they're they're all they're all kind of veiled in a in a very very beautiful circumstance. But um, but they they have a volume of truth behind them in terms of that that it really happened. So it's um yeah it's a, I, I think it's a beautiful book. I think it's the best book I've ever written actually. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's my it's my favorite too. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's so. I've listened to it so many times, and every time I listen, there's a new layer that is revealed and. Every time, if I'm in a certain state, that's the book that I go back to, to kind of find myself and to find peace inside and to, to feels like I'm, uh, it can allow everything to settle down and, and, and for me to find my way back again. And every time I turn it and put it on, then it's this, the right sequence to the thing that I have, that I'm going through is just it's amazing how and it's a new layer and uh, it's a it's a it's a magical book really uh, so and it's also 
I think it's a good book to start with if you're if you're new to this because it's uh, it's presented in such a beautiful way. So it's also it's it's different stories that you can listen to and you know it's just it's not the the hammering teachings. It's it's like these subtle teachings that come like come layer by layer. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really true. <laughs> you're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. And uh, see you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you heaps. Love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please send us a DM for any questions, inquiries, or consultations. Please follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn. And please visit our website, livingwiththespirit.com, to read more about us and what we do. And remember, freedom and purpose is your birthright. Lots of love.